I'm sorry. You Usually Jake and I do this whole intro. Um, and I thought maybe maybe we would just begin talking this episode. But I don't know. I feel weird. I feel unmoored without my co-host here. We could all have a Bloody Mary. Yeah. That's true. Great way to start That's this. That's true. Yeah. I almost picked up yours on the way here. But then uh, I left the house extremely late. <laughs> so awkward. Uh so welcome to the Tony Awards. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Joining us, we have Sophie Clark. Hi. Mackenzie Jaquist. Hi. And Amy Jaquist. Hi. <laughs> and today we are talking, we are continuing our Kiki Palmer miniseries uh, with an episode of Grey's Anatomy that she was on, season 10, episode 16. We got to get out of this place. It's a legendary weekly medical soap created by Shonda Rhimes, Uh, Mackenzie, Amy, and I. We're all huge fans. Sorry, Mackenzie, Sophie, and I. Okay. (laughs) There's just too many women on this podcast. Uh, Amy, you're filling in for Jake today as the person who was not a Grey's Anatomy fan. Okay. What was it like for you to watch this with Mackenzie? Well... You also I'm, didn't know that you were going to be on the podcast, so it's okay if you yeah. didn't pay attention at all. <laughs> I did pay attention. Um, it was it was fine because we have another sister that watches Grey's Anatomy all the time. Yeah, okay. and so like if I'm in the living room, I'm I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amy's the youngest of two sisters that both love Grey's Anatomy, so oh. she's seen a lot of it. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. You yeah. acquire it through osmosis. Yes, yes, yeah. You probably know more about it. Than like me because I hadn't watched it in a few years, and she was like, "Oh, those two die on like the recent episodes," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing with Grace is that everybody's always dying. Yeah, yeah. I have a rule like like a fundamental truth of Grey's Anatomy is that you're either pregnant or dead. <laughs> <laughs> those are the only things that can happen to you. That's so true. Or and you're getting married and you're running away from the wedding. That yeah. happens. That does often. happen. People yeah. are yeah. always running from their weddings. Always wedding dress shot. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're stealing your wedding vows from a high school student who is dying in the hospital currently, <laughs> as Alex Karev did when he married Katherine Heigl on that show. It's hot. It was it's so hot. Love. He's like, babe, this dead high schooler made me think of you. And now here's a ring. It's so good. Um, Amy, how long has it been since you saw Mackenzie? You're in town yeah. currently. Don't count Christmas. Like Okay. Before that, oh, okay. yeah. Before Did you Christmas. come back with her after Christmas? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, before Christmas, it would have been the summer when I came and stayed down here. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She comes down here to like babysit me to make sure I'm doing okay. <laughs> I love that. My sisters will not visit me and they live an hour's drive away. <laughs> we have two international guests on the podcast yeah. too. One of them is closer to her family than I am, it seems. <laughs> Sophie, do you have siblings? Yes, because yeah. your brother's friend, what is Eric in the new? Absolutely, he is. Okay. Oh my god, um, my brother's childhood friend, who he's not friends with anymore because he hates me, <laughs> is playing Prince Eric in the live action Little Mermaid Stop. coming out. Yeah, I'm dead serious, and he was literally my first ever crush, and now I'm spiteful. Yeah, I yeah. would be too. But what? also on top of that, so um, this guy, his name's Jonah Howard King, and his mom is on the synagogue board with my mom at the same synagogue in London. And so now my mom is always like, well, you have to come to synagogue because uh, you never know who you're going to see. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, that works. That works. Oh my God. I went to two different synagogue events this Christmas. <laughs> and by Christmas, I mean Hanukkah, sorry. <laughs> I was really confused. I, I wasn't going to correct you. I'm like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
the Jews for Jesus Christmas special is <laughs> Hallelujah. standing array of fine dishes. This is also my first in-person conversation since I got since I tested positive for COVID last week. So wow. um, if I'm insane, that's why. <laughs> and then I just continue to ask polite questions about your relationship with your family. <laughs> um, okay, so this episode, currently I personally always rank how interested I am in a Grey's Anatomy episode based on how many of like the original cast members are on it because after a certain point like I think that this I've definitely seen all of seasons like one through nine Mm -hmm. and then around season 10 is where I kind of started to fall off um, because I simply don't care about these new interns (laughs) They're yeah. so annoying to me. Can and we talk boring. about the new interns? They really <laughs> are. Yeah. They're so boring. There's, okay, one of the, I'm like in my head now because I was talking to my roommate <laughs> earlier about people who don't know how to watch TV or movies without criticizing them. Uh, and then they complain that they don't like anything. And I was like, I think that might be me. <laughs> I think that might be the focus of the podcast that I've been hosting for three years. <laughs> we start off these these miniseries by being like, here's an actress that we really love. Let's let's review her shittiest movies. But, <laughs> but no, this is actually a great episode of Grey's Anatomy. Um, we have a, quite a few of the OGs. We have Meredith. We have yeah. Alex. We have Christina Yang right before she leaves. Thank God. Thank God, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised because I saw season 10 and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, I forgot that she sticks around for a while. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I bad. didn't expect Patrick Dempsey to still be on it. That yeah. was like, he was in it for like a minute, Oof. to be fair. It's not a long. Mm-hmm. It was long enough for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are our opinions on Derek? I looked at you as if you were going to tell me my opinions. I'm like, what are our opinions? Um, I like him, but I wouldn't date him personally. Yeah, I would. He, but he's hot enough to be annoying. But then yeah. the level of hot is also annoying. So it's kind yeah. of like, mm, I don't trust it. Do you have any opinions on Derek? In this specific episode, he was really annoying. Like he eventually, like he eventually came around and he did the right thing. But like I was like, no, yeah, <laughs> stop it. This entire episode, I was Team Che Diaz. Yeah. Who? Yeah. No, mm, I can't. <laughs> Wait, that's one of my awards later. <laughs> I, I feel bad for Jake because he watched the episode, even though he later got sick and couldn't come. Uh, because he texted me in the middle of the day, oh my God, it's Che Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's right. The iconic Callie Torres from Grey's Anatomy is now a non binary meme, stand up mm. comedian. Stand up concert. Stand up concert comedian <laughs> on and just like that. Did you see the Sex in the City revival and just no, like that? I haven't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so the so the lady who is fighting with Derek in this episode, <laughs> yeah, uh, plays a non binary stand up comedian on and just like that, and okay. they're the most annoying person in the entire uh, world. No. <laughs> it's who Miranda leaves Steve for. Miranda oh, leaves Steve no. for them. Yeah. There's a really traumatic fingering scene <laughs> Cynthia Nixon looks like she's dying. <laughs> um, and Che Diaz like kind of gets her addicted to weed. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but Callie Torres, on the other hand, is Lovely. an angel. Yeah. Um, beautiful lesbian angel. And her and Callie's dad is like somebody. 
It's like Danny Trejo or something. Somebody from like Spy Kids or like The Princess Diaries or something. She has that anti-gay dad. Yeah. And she screams, you can't pray the gay away at him. (laughs) Iconic. And I'm almost positive it's like the, it's like the queen, it's the lady, the the man that Julie Andrews falls in love with in Princess Diaries. Maybe, I don't remember. Oh, her like sidekick or Her like bodyguard guy. Wait, I'm looking this up. Even though it has nothing to do with this episode. <laughs> or with Kiki Palmer in or general. Or with Kiki Palmer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kiki. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's Hector, Hector Elizondo, which I think is uh, the guy from Princess Diaries. Yes. Wow. I'm glad we figured that out. Thank God. <laughs> okay. So this episode. Yeah. Owen Hunt. An iconic Scottish man doing an American accent. In the notes. The accent is so bad. I have two things to say about him. <laughs> One, the accent. Stop. Yeah. It would be fine if he was Scottish. Just have him be Scottish. <laughs> yeah, he could be a traumatized Scottish soldier. I don't yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Two, it didn't come up in this episode, but he looks like he's a really bad kisser. <laughs> yes. Wait, okay, yes. I, there, every single time... I watch him have like a makeout scene on this show. I remember being in college and watching it and being like, I don't like that. He like shoves his face. (laughs) You can't unsee it next time you see it. He like shoves his face into someone else's face and it's like, is he trying to excavate them? (laughs) Yeah. That's called passion. I'm sorry to tell you guys. That's how you kiss. I'm sorry. No. No. Well, there's something called politeness. (laughs) And... There's no room for that in Dr. Passion, okay? <laughs> Dr. Passion. Dr. Passion, no room for politeness. Sergeant Passion. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I just want better for Christina. Christina Yang has mm. the worst love interests of anybody Always. on this show. And I'm yeah. saying that as a Derek Shepard all-time hater. <coughs> Ooh, a hater. And I despise that, man. He annoys <laughs> me so much. That's fair. But, yeah, Owen Hunt... A uh, bad kisser. Um, no, to be determined, bad kisser. Doc- All right, I'm going to go find Burke out. From the first season, thought. <laughs> well, also off camera homophobic. Off camera homophobe. Mm-hmm. Yes, bad guy, bad guy. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. And now he's like into QAnon or something. Oh, great. Shut or maybe not QAnon. I think he might just be generally conservative. Um, but if you go to his Instagram, it's all like, I don't know. Free speech is all about not getting banned from Instagram and stuff like that. <laughs> but, um, wait, who else did she fuck in the show? Wait, am I allowed to swear? Sorry. Yes, you can <laughs> <Okay>. swear. <laughs> uh, I don't know who else she fucked because I know there was Dr. Burke and I know that there was Owen, and then Dr. Yeah. Burke comes back and gets her oh, and yeah. like takes her to Italy or somewhere right? else to yeah. do doctor work. I think Italy, and they have like wow. a very like cheesy green screen. Oh my god! And he's like, "But I'm not here to love you. I'm here to <laughs> make you the doctor you want to be." Uh, I hate him. Yeah, I hate him. Um, <laughs> who? Some of the good men on the show. I okay. Even though Richard Weber is an adulterer, I think that he's too old for me to have any problems with him. <laughs> as far as that goes, statue of limitations. Even though he is yeah. actively having sex with Catherine Avery. He he's just beyond sexuality to me at this yeah. point in his life. So he's I not an option. I can't fault him for what doing like doing like double infidelity. He was married and then he fucked a married woman who was married its mom. Is this in the show? Or Early out, like before the show started. Oh, it's like okay. in the past. One of the big things yes. is Meredith finds out. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because then her sister comes 
to the hospital also as a doctor. Right. Oh, Lexi. Yeah. No, well, Lexi. And then there's also like Richard's oh, daughter. yeah. Who's also her. Biological Wait, daughter. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because she was her mom. Her mom had another had a kid with Richard. Oh, And she only really? finds out when she like, comes as an intern. Yeah. <laughs> Drama. So I Kiki like, Palmer. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Kiki, Kiki Palmer was great in this episode. Mm, I thought so all good. of her scenes. Because yes. some of these, okay, there's two main patients this week. One of them I fucking hated. He was so annoying. The guy with the twin in his stomach. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was Pathetic. He was disgusting to me. Uh, <laughs> and then Kiki Palmer is an actress. Yes. So good. She was incredible. As a teen mom. Yeah. With a fatal heart condition. Who makes it through childbirth just fine, uh, but she's going to die. Mm. It seems. <laughs> and we never see her again, right? We she's never on see one her episode. Again. We don't yeah. know if she sees that kid graduate or what happens. Oh, no. Yeah, certainly not. <laughs> um, what I liked about this episode is what I like about the later seasons of Grey's in general is the way that it kind of reverses the status of the main characters, where, like, in the first few seasons, the main characters are the interns. Doing all this like crazy stupid stuff and being like, but we're doctors. Why can't we sit in on these surgeries? And then they become residents. And then there's this new batch of interns doing stupid stuff. And we as the viewer are like, how could these interns be so stupid? Even though they're <laughs> just like Meredith and George and yeah. Callie and everybody when they started, uh, which was fun. So I did kind of like seeing the conflict between the boring intern and Christina. And he's like begging her to like reconsider, to reconsider letting this girl with a fully grown heart into <laughs> the heart trial for kids with growing hearts. <laughs> it's it, the, they're looking for kids between the ages of one and 12. This girl is 17 and pregnant. Yeah. And Christina's like, no, I can't let her join the study. <laughs> and the kid's like, just bend the rules. And she's like, she's five years out of the <laughs> age of consideration. And I was like, Damn, I am too. I'm. I'm too stringent for these matters of the heart. <laughs> and I'd be a very bad doctor. Yeah, I'd be yeah. horrible. Yeah, yeah, I'd get way too emotionally involved. I would have given her my heart. I'd yeah, been like, yeah. all right, you have a kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, you have a kid. I don't. It seems like you need it more than me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go for it. Have at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm curious, like, because you've done this whole series on Kiki Palmer now. Like, what was her career? Like, how was her career looking at this point? Because I feel like guest starring is usually for someone who's, like, starting out. Yeah. But also, she seemed pretty established, like, when she yeah, was Yeah, she was super established. This was, like, post... Um, I'm pretty sure that this was, like, after True Jackson VP. For um, sure after that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think that a lot of... I mean, maybe she was a fan of Grey's Anatomy. Because it is kind of weird that she would have this sort of like two scene role. Um, Or maybe she was doing it for like the SAG hours to get like health insurance or something. Because there's, I mean, there were a lot of Tony Collette movies where we were like, girl, you have an Oscar nomination. Why are you, why are you doing this Tubi movie? Are you referring to Bad Mom's Dinner or something like that? Fun Mom Dinner was incredible. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm referring to the movie Birthmark. To where <laughs> she and her husband have a, adopt some children purely to do science experiments on them. What? <laughs> and they keep them on like a compound in Alaska, and the kid. And it's it was this whole. It was it was not a good film, and I was like, how could you possibly do yeah. this? Yeah. 
the um, guild. <laughs> I know. Sometimes you gotta be in that guild. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you gotta buy groceries. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, network TV also probably. I mean, guest starring on a network show probably pays pretty well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, there were also like. There was an episode of Grey's Anatomy where Bernadette Peters was in like oh, yeah. two scenes. <laughs> so I, I I really feel like anybody can appear on Grey's Anatomy at yeah. this point. But I felt like with her, maybe I'm like overthinking it, but Bernadette Peters, it was kind of like a tongue-in-cheek thing that it she was It was a there. cameo. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Kiki, Kiki Palmer, was like a real... She really is just like a patient of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is very... Yeah, it is really strange, actually, because you would never... I mean... Imagine if Juliette Lewis was just randomly a patient of the week. No, I could see her doing that. That Actually, that would make sense. That would be cool. She's like smoking in the hospital and they're like, you got to stop. I love. love. Do you guys follow her on Instagram? No, why is she like? She's like vaccine skeptical now. Oh my God. Brilliant. (laughs) And she's posting like clips from C-SPAN being like, tell us the truth. (laughs) Great. so good. Great. (laughs) I love that queen. Um, yeah. It's, oh, go on. No, it's just such a tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love a tangent. It's just my mom is like not an anti-vaxxer at all. Like she's very scientific, but um, she like won't get the flu vaccine this year <laughs> because she says that when she gets the flu vaccine, she always feels like she has the flu. And I'm like, that's how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> and then she's like, I don't want to do it because like the feeling like I get, have the flu like makes me really sick. And I was like, so does the flu. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know how to explain this. Oh so God. that was a nightmare. But <laughs> that's it. Yeah. My mom is generally pro-vaccine and she got the COVID vaccine like pretty late. But now, earlier this year, we were arguing over the booster just because mm-hmm. I told her I made an appointment for a booster and she was like, don't do that. You don't know what's in that. And I was like... It's in. It's exactly what was in the last <laughs> couple boosters I got, yeah. Mom, and she was like, "No, you don't have to do that." And then she got COVID over Christmas, and she got sick. And as she was driving me home afterwards, she was like, "I think I'm going to get the booster." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "It's a little late." But yeah, well, sure. <laughs> Welcome to the scientific community. <laughs> um, I love. One of the things that makes this show so appealing to watch is how much the doctors love their jobs, I think, Mm -hmm. and how excited they get when they see a medical anomaly. Like when they see the guy's absorbed twin, like in his rib cage. (laughs) Bailey loves it so much, she gives it to Richard as a birthday present. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's just nice. It's nice to see people who like their jobs. And it's interesting to see, like, the line in Grey's especially of, like, work-life balance. Like, sometimes it's too much. Oh, it's not there. Yeah. But it's just, like, fascinating because I, like, clock in and clock out. And, like, that's mm-hmm. it for me. But, like, this is their whole life. Like, being a doctor is, like, everything to them. Like, They're obsessed with it. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, fascinating to see someone who's like Which I've never been able to stay obsessed with the same thing for longer yeah. than, like, a year. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's too many days. Uh-huh. To I be did. fair, they live in Seattle. And I lived there for like two years. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. So I don't be a doctor. You were Besides surgery. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's true. That's a yeah. good point. Um oh, something that I forgot to tell you, Mackenzie, on our 51st Dates podcast. Oh, yeah, which I'm listen to that. bringing yeah. up is the fact that 51st Dates was originally supposed to take place in Seattle. 
Oh, that would have been horrible. It would have been horrible. So what is horrible. <laughs> what what happens when she wakes up and it's a different season from <laughs> yeah, the car accident? She's like, oh, I love summer. It's my dad's birthday. And she wakes up and it's winter outside. And like, it's like clearly winter. Yeah. yeah it's snowing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, great. <laughs> and also Seattle people are so rude. Like no one would have helped her. <laughs> no, no diner person would have been like, we'll play along with this. Oh, absolutely. They would have been like, fuck off. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so there are some romantic entanglements that happen in this episode. <laughs> Um, there. Alex is dating an annoying intern who their whole conflict this episode is that she doesn't want to sign an HR form. Yeah, saying yeah. that saying that they're in a relationship. It's because she's cute contract. and spontaneous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry that's a crime. Sorry, that's illegal at the workplace. <laughs> a little smooch. <laughs> she he literally is like we're we're not allowed to be coworkers who date unless you sign this form. And she's like, I can't believe you want me to marry you. And I was like, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> I know that you were like abandoned as a child or whatever, but, but. also wait. Her, have you guys been keeping up with this Grey's Anatomy's writer who faked having cancer? What? Wait, yeah. the, I've been keeping up with the nurse thing. Is this a different thing? Uh, oh, wait, you go is, first. This is a woman who wrote for Grey's Anatomy who pretended to have cancer and who was working on the show while pretending to have cancer and was like working remotely for like weeks at a time when she was like quote unquote having chemo treatments um and she just wasn't the oh entire time God. and she had this whole fake backstory that they gave to joe in <gasps> one of the episodes no. oh my god and i'm like how did you give the most annoying character on gray's anatomy the backstory <laughs> of your cancer faking writer <laughs> tragic yeah wait i think that might be the same i I read this article about this woman who I think she's a nurse. So, but she might also like write for Grey's. I just know that they take a lot of her stories and use it. But apparently, she's been making up like multiple medical conditions. Really? Like she made up multiple different things, and then would oh call Grey's and be like, "I have this condition." <gasps> and That's then- <laughs> so funny. <laughs> because Grey's like famously uses medical journals for yeah. their plot mm-hmm. lines, which I think is really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. The statistics of this showing up at one hospital is low, mm-hmm. but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> But yeah, they were using this woman's like medical history. But it might be the same person. I'm not sure. I don't know. No, because this was a woman who like, um, she was like a story editor on the show. Like that was her job. And she also Iconic. she ended up she ended up writing for like a vampire show for like the Vampire Diaries or something Love. after that, and was still like pretending to have cancer yeah. even oh though God. it was not a medical show. And then we'd be like, I found these bites in my neck. There's a bat in my house. <laughs> My boyfriend's 4,000 years old. <laughs> I've been getting really pale lately. <laughs> oh, the sun. <laughs> I have to work from home in my coffin. <laughs> I would watch a show about that woman making up those stories. Right? Well, she did That's an interview. So Vanity Fair published this like expose on her in like May of Amazing. last year. And then the woman just like disappeared. Um, and then she returned to do an interview with some like some like website where you have to like give them your email address to read the article. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. But apparently, <laughs> you're like, but, I don't care enough. <laughs> but apparently she's trying to like make her come back to writing for television. Sweet and the heart. interviewer asked her what show she wants to write on. And she said The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> I got it back. Ellie, <laughs> she's just, like, 
making like domestic abuse bruises <laughs> to get hired on Handmaid's Tale. He's like working for Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> you come in in like a nun outfit and it's like, I just escaped the oppressive Catholic Church. <laughs> Amazing. Wait, I love this woman. Can I ask? This is such a weird question. What does this woman look like? Um, is she blonde? Is the only thing I want to know. No, okay. she had she had like dark hair. Um, she had like short dark hair. She kind of looked like um like uh, this is gonna sound horrible, like a polyamorous woman. Okay, <laughs> that's you know? a horrible description. Yeah. That. That's amazing. Hold on, I'm. Everyone at home, Google what she looks like so that you get Sam's joke. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. Honestly, she looks trusting. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't believe her. I'd be like, why is she lying? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, no, cancer. Yeah, no, I would believe this woman if she told me she had cancer. (laughs) I wouldn't be like, no. (laughs) I don't think so. She had this friend who would, like, drive her to the hospital for chemo. And then she would just, like, her friend would wait in the car for her to be done with chemo. And then this woman would just wander the halls of the hospital for, like, four hours. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Material. And then come back. Oh, my God. It was I looked at many screenshots. There were like emails that were getting sent out to like the Grey's Anatomy writing staff being like, if you guys want to support Finchie while she goes through chemo, here are some foods that she's able to hold down after chemo. And it's like, if you want to come over to her house with like mashed potatoes, like rice. She was story editing her own life. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't see an issue with that. (laughs) I, while writing this episode, was like, is this while the Finch was writing (laughs) for (laughs) Grey's? They should have a storyline about um, somebody who pretends to have cancer. I felt like that should have been Izzy. Yeah. Like Catherine Heigl. Right? Oh, oh my God. She has cancer, right? Or brain Catherine tumor? Catherine Heigl? Oh, on the yeah. show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. She has a brain tumor on the show that makes her hallucinate that her dead boyfriend is fucking her. Right. I just think it would have been funny if, like, after she was like, I was actually just kidding. <laughs> I'm perfectly normal. I just <laughs> fucked my husband in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's what I'm currently doing with every guy I talk to. Yeah. So it's yeah. fine. No, it's called masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like she was having a good no. time. There was a whole like four episodes where I guess like more important stuff is going on. And there's just like a scene of Catherine Heigl like fucking a ghost. And oh, Meredith yeah. is like her roommate. And she's like, is Catherine Heigl fucking a ghost? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Put a pin in that. And then. That's what happens when you have like these like twenty four episode seasons. Is yeah. stuff gets, you know. Hold on one second. Are we a Real Housewives no. crew? Oh no! Okay. You keep inviting me to that party. I know. I will well, go one day. There's this Real Housewife of Salt Lake City who they've been dragging out. She she just showed up with a black eye one day, <laughs> and they've been dragging out the mystery of how it happened for genuinely like the entire season, for like. <laughs> For so long, this woman just won't say where she got the black eye from. <laughs> is it Maybelline? <laughs> oh, okay, wait, somebody else say something. I think that there should be an episode arc yeah. where Jesse Williams makes out with me. <laughs> like you personally? Yes. Do you want to be playing a character in the hospital or do you want to be stand-up comedian? Sophia, like, what do you want to do? I'm really not that fast. If we're making out, we're making out. <laughs> what? For Jesse Williams, it's just like, I love you. <laughs> I love you. Let's make out. He's so hot. <laughs> 
He's very odd. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I don't find him attractive at all. Oh, like, not even a little bit. Oh, my God. It's terrifying. God. I'm sorry. No, I'm jealous. <laughs> I wish that I didn't have to be like, I would be so like whatever if he approached me at a bar. I wouldn't care. I'm like putting my feet on the chair right now yeah. because it's girl talk time. Yeah. And I took my shoes off upstairs, Connor. Mm. Um, <laughs> what? Who are you most attracted to on Grey's Anatomy? I mean, Meredith is beautiful beyond belief and has aged like a fine wine. Yes, mm. that's um, true. she's such a bitch in this episode, though. Yeah, I know. Which I love for her. Hot. Yeah, I love that she becomes the resident who abuses the intern. <laughs> After being possibly the most abused intern, well, actually, I think George might have been the most abused because <laughs> they forced him to do like a surgery on a dying person or something to yeah. teach him a lesson. Yeah. In the first episode, <laughs> it was his first day. They, they forced him to like fuck up an appendectomy to show the other interns what can go wrong in the OR. <laughs> And then George like dies a horrible death, right? Oh my oh, god! Yeah. Like a brutal, fiery, yes. burning alive type thing, right? Yes. Yeah, he gets yeah. hit by, by a bus. bus. Yeah, pushing another woman out of the way. Oh, what a hero! Right after he says that he's gonna join the army, <laughs> and then he like does the thing where he draws it on their hand. Right? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Poor George. It's really sad. Yeah, I love him. Um, do we think Kiki Palmer dies? Yes. Yeah. No, I believe in miracles. <laughs> What do you think, Amy? Um, I, she survived the pregnancy. I think yeah, she goes on. Until, yeah, like the kid graduates yeah. high school. That's honestly true. If she survived childbirth, then there's not much. Uh, there's not much more stress that your heart can be put under. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think no more kids. Like just yeah. the one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think she calls her mom and. They turn into like a Gilmore Girls type situation. Oh my god! When she wanted to call her mom while she was oh, pushing, yeah. I almost cried. I was so sad. She like took it seriously. Like she was yeah. like, "I showed up for a job." Uh huh. Like I feel like sometimes it's so. I mean, like I love it because it's a soap opera, but sometimes it's so soapy. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, okay, we, we get it. You're sad. You want your mom, but she was uh-huh. like, "I want my mom." And I was like, yes, yes. She's truthful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's so talented. Hmm. Um, how do you what do you think about the um like the intro monologue every episode? Oh my God. I mean, I I hate voiceover narration with everything I have. I was thinking at the end of this episode, I was I was like writing stuff down. And I realized that I wasn't paying attention to the voiceover monologue at all. And I was like, well, I for sure just missed whatever theme tied the episode together. <laughs> It was transitions. Oh my yeah. god, <laughs> changing your life. The the audacity <laughs> to not have a trans healthcare storyline in that episode. <laughs> if you're gonna talk about transitions, come on. Um. <coughs> I loved Jackson's mom. Mm. Yeah, who yeah. yells at them for for eloping. <laughs> But to be fair, and she yells at she yells yeah. at her daughter in law for being pro life, which I'm obsessed with. Yeah, that was intense. I was that like, was awesome. What is happening? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how do you know that she's pro life? <laughs> I feel like pro life people make you make you know. They, they make yeah. it clear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then this girl, I can't remember her name. I just call her Emma from Glee, even though it's a completely different actress. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> so funny. Wait, what is her name? I have no idea, <laughs> but she does look like Emma, and from she's Glee. and yeah. she's one of and and she honestly is probably the intern that I actually like April. the most yeah. out of this batch. 
Uh, wait, did you say? I think it's April. April, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I do not retain any of the new interns' names until they prove themselves not to die in a plane crash of some yeah. sort. I mean that the 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 blonde intern is going to die very shortly. Mm. I think, which you could kind of tell in this episode, they don't care about yeah. her. She's she not has, long like, for lives. this earth. Yeah. yeah, I know. All I remember about her is that she hooks up with um, Arizona, and oh. eventually, and then I think dies, or I may be thinking of somebody else. They're all impregnated or dead. Probably, yeah. Too. Yeah. I feel like the end of Grey's Anatomy because Ellen Pompeo's leaving now, right? Yeah. Yes. It should be. That that hospital was purgatory. <laughs> and it was all a dream. Like, oh my God. all of them are dead. And you're just waiting to go into your next part. Yes. The yeah. saddest theory that I've heard is that it's the Ellen Pompeo also now has dementia or <gasps> Alzheimer's and her, like, not actual actress, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the all the voiceovers and stuff are actually like her daughter Zoya reading her oh diaries, god. just like she read her mom's diaries. Oh my god! I, which I thought was good, but I don't know if it's true. I just got shivers. Yeah. Wow, that'd be such a good theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't. I I think that I'll probably watch like the last season yeah. when it airs. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'll be like, "Who are these new people? I don't care." About this. <laughs> and I'll complain about it on Twitter, <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't have any other notes for this episode. Do we want to move on to awards? Yeah. Oh, we have one last thing. Yes. That's okay. I'm just, it's just interesting that at the end they had that party and then all of these doctors who were like crucial for saving lives are all there and they're all drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, who was at the hospital? <laughs> who was on call? It's not clear. The ugly doctors. Yeah. But uh, every time someone has a heart attack, they're like, we need this one specific person. And they're, yeah. None of them are. There's an, ep- there's an episode in the middle of the first season where all the doctors get called to the hospital like while they're at the bar. Oh, and yeah. Meredith walks in and Derek is being an asshole to her and she and he's like, go give this patient a biopsy. And she just looks at him and goes, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. That woman in her tequila. I'm like, love, love. <laughs> I also like, though, in that party scene, Derek walks in and it's like they're not married with two kids. They oh don't my say god! Hello or anything. Oh, yeah. Meredith and Derek don't interact at all in this episode. Yeah, it was great. Which I kind of loved. I love that for them. I was just confused. Yeah, like if I was married to Derek Shepard and he walked in, there'd be no hello, but we'd be. I mean, looking at face. She's like, I'm actually not attracted to you anymore um, <laughs> because I've seen the way you load the dishwasher. <laughs> Mm. No, what that could be a big nothing yeah. can kill a relationship. Like he doesn't pre rinse the dishes <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, here on the Tony Awards, we give three awards to everything we watch. The first of which is best prop. So, Mackenzie, what was your best prop? I'm gonna let Amy answer it because she picked it out for me, and then I have a backup one that she told me not to use. Okay, so you can use the one that you picked out for me. Um, it was the fetus. Yeah, that was inside the man. <laughs> Because, like, when they show it on, like, the scanner, it's terrifying. Like, yeah. they show a full face on there. Yeah. 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 I liked the medical journals by her 4D printer oh, or whatever. Oh, yeah. They were just so prominent. And, like, mm. she was like, read all of those. <laughs> and it's like, there's 12. Like, <laughs> Such a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Sophie? I couldn't pick between two. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. 
The first one is the retirement papers that Richard gets served because it was just like, oh, exposition. It's perfect. Yes. <laughs> it's like, she's like, the theme is transitions or whatever she says. And then he gets the papers and you're like, yes, it is. <laughs> it's so accurate. And then the second one is the fetus being in the opaque tub because mm-hmm. I did not want to see it and I didn't yeah. have to see it. I was really worried they were going to put it in a jar. I really liked the POV shot from inside <laughs> the thing where you could just see like the walls of the jug covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> As if they just like Disgusting. dropped it in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Mine, okay, my best prop is a little bit hypocritical because I am the number one Derek hater, Mm. but my best prop was the post-it where he wrote bullies and then crossed it out. (laughs) The man loves a post-it. He loves a post-it. This show loves post-its. Sponsorship (laughs) match. Um, The next word is best kiki moment. So, Mackenzie, what was yours? When she first goes into labor. And he's like, just breathe. And she's like, I am breathing. It was. I just hate when people are like, oh, just calm down. <laughs> Take a breath. Yeah. Sweet. What about you? Do you have one? Um, I just like her going through the whole labor scene. It was like emotional. She was putting a lot of work into that. Yeah. yeah. And she's just so good. Mm-hmm. It's sweet because Kiki Palmer, for real, is like pregnant now. Yes. Kind of full circle. Um, my review, I think when she was talking with Christina and then the other interns there and she like makes eye contact with him and she's like hoping that maybe Christina's changed her mind and I'm like, yes. those eyes you can tell you can tell a story with them uh mine was when the intern tells her that they want people whose hearts are still growing and she says well, that's great because I just went through a huge growth spurt <laughs> and then shows off her pregnant belly uh the next word is a custom award and it can go to anything uh Sophie what was yours uh, mine was Che Diaz um, jump scares. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Sarah Mears is a wonderful actor, but every time they would show up, I'd be like, ah, because <laughs> uh, my brain is addled. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to the jump scares. Yes. <laughs> I like all the men that were on Derek's Zoom call, pretending like they couldn't see Derek, like pretending like there's not a camera. <laughs> They're like, oh, there's your camera's not working. Yeah, yeah. Um, my custom award was. The best podcast crossover. Um, this episode made me think of your podcast, Mackenzie, which oh, is all about movies starring uh, funny guys and their hot wives. Yeah. That's um, so funny. Which is what that dumbass patient of the week made me think of. Yeah. Because his wife seemed really cool. She was smoking. She was smoking yeah. hot. She was very awesome. And then he... <laughs> a total child in a man's body. His yeah. jo- literally he, all he does is collect. All he does is collect. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry. That's why we need to do an MRI on Adam Sandler right now. <laughs> There's, There's a, a fetus, fetus in <laughs> somewhere with Adam Sandler. Adam, if you're listening, I know you're a big fan. Go get an MRI. He's wearing an oversized t-shirt and no underwear. Please. Please, we have to save him. Adam Sandler gets it removed and all of a sudden he's in the next Coen Brothers movie. Um, yeah, did did you say your custom? I did. Amy. Okay. Oh, do you have a custom award? It's okay if you don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we did just decide to have you on. Yeah, half hour. Minutes yeah. before. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Oh, I asked Jake if this was better than Degrassi, and he said no. Yeah. Um, so that whatever we cover next week is going to be battling against Degrassi for our favorite Kiki Palmer media that we've covered. Interesting. Or Jake's favorite Kiki Palmer media. Have you done Nope? Is that what the, her new one's called? Yeah, that's yeah. going to be at the very end. Okay. Yeah. Speak up chronologically oh, on this podcast. Have you guys done screen, Scream Queens yet? No, we're doing that in like February or March. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm very excited for that. I have to figure out how many of the episodes we're going to watch because there's like a few seasons. Yeah. And I don't know. I think she's only in the first. Okay. Yeah. She's in the first and then a few episodes of the second. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Oh, this is fun. Do you guys have yeah. anything of yours that you want to promote? Um, yeah, I'm at sophie.grace.clark on Instagram. Uh, I do stand up and I currently host the Bubble Bath Comedy Show, which is the last Wednesday of every month at For the Record in Greenpoint. So it's free. Just come. That's yes. actually one of my favorite shows. Every time I've gone, I've loved it. Thank like it's you. always so fun and so cute. That yeah. is very lovely of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty funny comedy on everything. So yeah. Nice. Amy, promote my show. Um. <laughs> I'm Mackenzie's sister, who um, <laughs> she does pretty funny comedy. <laughs> she tells people on airplanes. Like, I got yeah. like four notifications when she was on the plane. It was like, oh new follower. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. Um, I'm her Canadian promoter. <laughs> <laughs> I got the sunglasses, I got everything. <laughs> All right. Hail Paymon, uh, King of Hell. Bye. <laughs> Bye.